0: What's going on everybody, it's your boy Derek D. Wild, man, and I'm doing another episode of the Detroit Chess Killers Podcast. Recently, if you've been on uh, social media and following Facebook, it's been getting a lot, a lot of smoke and a lot of talk coming from out of Buffalo, New York, by a chess player named National Master Lionel Davis. Lionel Davis is a strong, strong National Master out of Buffalo, uh, New York, and just give you some brief background about Lameo. I mean, I apologize. Lionel is... I've never met Lionel, but I've heard of uh, Lionel Davis. I played and sparred with one of his students over the couple years. His name is Quan. Quan is a strong, strong national master. I, I say 20, I ain't going to say national master because his rating is provisional. But he's at least 2,200 strength. Uh, last time I saw Quan play, and the reason I'm speaking on Quan, because I'm going to go back and give you some history on Lionel Davis that I know of. Uh, I saw Quine play in the Motor City Open. This had to be 2016, either 2016 or 2017. He had a strong, strong performance. I think he had four and a half out of seven. Uh, He had a lot of good draws with uh, 2,200, 2,300 players. And uh, he he was in While We Play, my first documentary, and he said – Lionel Davis is legit 24, 2500 uh, strength. That's just giving you some back uh, history on Lionel Davis from one of his students that I can say one of his students and one of his protégés. Now, I've never saw Lionel Davis play personally over the board. But he did come to Detroit. Quan did bring Lionel Davis to Detroit and he came to the All the Kingsmen Chess Club. I think it was on during his time, if I'm not mistaken, nine mile and mile. I could be wrong. And the day he was up there, I wasn't up there, but he did play in the risers and risers, or we call it kick out, where you know you win, you kick out. And he was in the risers with National Master John Brooks, one of my chess heroes, one of uh. One of my chess heroes and a guy I look up to being from Detroit and uh, his student, Irv, and uh, a couple of my boys is up there, uh, D'Angelo, Marcus, and, you know, on the chess scene, when you getting, like, beat down and smacked down, bad word travels fast, you know, especially when somebody comes up there and put lumps. That's what we call it up here on you on the chess bo- board, and the word was Melino Davis, got up here and came up to Detroit and played John and Irv. And these are some of my closest comrades and uh, some of my people that I've looked up to. They said Lionel put them on them pretty, pretty bad. I mean, I heard 15 15 to 20, 20, 20, 15 to about 20, 20 games straight. You know what I'm saying? I'm just going to say it straight like it is. I heard he was just whooping on they ass. The reason I say that because recently Lionel Davis has been on Facebook going live and uh, he's been talking a lot of cash money shit, a lot of cash money shit. That's the only way I can say it about chess, uh, what he thinks about chess, him returning back to chess. And I he had an hour He had an hour of Facebook live where he talked about he walked into the St. Louis chess club and he claims Maurice Ashley was there. Yeah. So was there and he called them all out, all out. And none of them wanted to play. And I talked about this the other day with my homeboys and, uh, they had two, you know, two examples of what really could have happened. One example is, when you become a high prestige chess player title player uh i am fide master grandmaster sometimes when you get called out you just ignore folks you know you figure he didn't fight didn't fight their way up the ranks uh so why waste your time giving somebody a chance you know what i'm saying to play you when you work so hard to get to where you at you know, you, like in Detroit, we got to say, get your weight up. So that was one of my homeboys saying, he was like, if Lionel Davis came in to the St. Louis Chess Club and they was all there, Yasser Sarawin, Mari Ashley, other chess players that he did call out, you can go back, check his Facebook live out, and they didn't play him, <clears throat> excuse me, y'all, were they scared? But talk to one of my homeboys, he was like, nah, I don't, I don't believe he's scared because he always... A saying that we have in Detroit is you don't get them initials for nothing. Yes, he's a national master. But when you're talking about GMs, that's the top, 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 top uh, of the world when it comes to chess. But my other homeboy, my other friend, Marcus, said, let's play devil's advocate. And what about what Lionel Davis is saying is true? That even though he's a national master, that they didn't want to play him because... Maybe he would have got off. Maybe he would have defeated Maris Ashley. We don't know, because I'm a uh, I'm a big boxing fan, love boxing, and there has been stories of people, and I'm not saying this in the case, but when people, especially Lionel Davis, I got to give him his credit, and I got to give him his props because he's calling folks out, and he's naming names, and he's not scared. But sometimes, in life, some people. Have the talent, but they get overshadowed, they get overlooked, they get blackballed. It happens in boxing all the time. Somebody may be, everybody heard the story of a paper champ when you got a true champion out there. I don't know that much about Lionel Davis. I do not know nothing about him, but he has this mystique about him. And what's interesting is all these chess matches that have been played. Shout-out to Nathan Kelly uh, doing the Unfinished Business uh, series, to Put Up the Shut Up series. Nobody has challenged Lionel Davis in the chess match, to my knowledge, that I don't know of. And I'm talking about over the board. Now, I could be wrong. I'm only going by what I know. Over the board, especially online in these days. Just think about it. Why would somebody... Why would somebody, a chess player, we already know, we can admit he's a strong chess player. You don't become a national master without knowing how to play chess. But why would somebody strong as him always go on these rants and call these folks out and claim that he can beat them? I'm not familiar, but I did hear he had created his own opening. I, uh, I don't know how true it is, but I saw it. something with the Knights and nobody second guesses what he's saying. Uh, So it got me wondering, that's why I'm doing this podcast about it, because one thing about the Detroit Chess Killer podcast is, this podcast is it's for everybody. And when I mean everybody, high-rated players, lower-rated players, I try to give everybody uh, time in the spotlight and shine light on them. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. But with Nathan Kelly doing this put-up-a-shut-up stuff, that I've been seeing he's been promoting. I would love to see uh Lionel Davis play an online match. Uh because he he's he's talking uh cash money shit. I'm just gonna say it just like that. And nobody's calling him out. And that's what's intriguing me to do this podcast about him because if I went on Facebook, Derek Wilder, you know what I'm saying, I'm rated nineteen hundred and got to talking the shit. The shit and the trash talk he's been talking, I would get called out by many players. Many players. Oh, Derek, I could beat you. I beat you. I could spot you. I could put this up this amount of money. But for somebody like him, uh, that's talking and he's calling names out. You know, he. If you got to check his Facebook live out, he's calling names. He get remembers the dates, the time, the place, and he's. You know what I'm saying? He's putting these people name out. And I'm not trying to say this to promote uh, or hype no chess nonsense up. But I want to get to the bottom of this. And I really want to understand how strong is this guy talking? Because he's always commenting for the last one or two weeks. He's just been going on the ranch. Did he really walk into the St. Louis Chess Club and call everybody out? And they just brushed him off or... You know what I'm saying? Like he was a nobody. Or is he really that strong enough where he could take them in a a blitz match? Because in this time we live in, you can be a stronger blitz player than you can be uh, a slow time, uh, time control player. Don't get me wrong. It's many uh, examples of players who can play blitz 25, 26, 2700 strength. But then over the board, standard, you know, they, you know, they skill decreases. And if that's the case with Lionel Davis, that makes him a superb and a scary, scary chess player, especially in the chess hustling world where you're playing chess for a living. But I have to do this podcast because, like I said, since I've been on Facebook, since I've been doing these podcasts, I have never And I stand by this. I have never heard no one call this man out, call this man out about playing. And the only time that I have ever heard of Lionel Davis playing over the board chess. Remember, I'm from Detroit, Michigan. I don't know what's going on in New York chess. I don't know what's going on in Arkansas chess, Florida chess. I can only speak on what I know, what I've heard. Uh... Uh, a lot of stuff been, uh, like I said, I can only speak on what's going on. Let me say this. Let me rephrase this again. I can only speak on what's going on and I'm on podcast. I'm only, uh, speaking on what's going on in Detroit and what I've known, what I got resources, uh, for, and to my knowledge, and I know this is hundred percent sure, when Lionel Davis came down to Detroit, he played the strongest African-American chess player, probably two strongest African-American chess players I know far as blitz in the city of Detroit, and he put the gloves on them. So if I'm just going by what he saw and what was told to me by uh, credible, credible sources, he smacked them down like that, and I know on a good day, John Brooks is 70, John Brooks is 73 years old. He's never been on this floor. He's always pushed 2,200 level chess. And that's on a bad day. You catch John on a good day, John can push 2,400. Same thing for Irv. You catch Irv, Irv blitz rating is 2,200. His slow, you know what I'm saying, standard is seven ten. But if you catch Irv on a good day, Irv could play 2,200 level blitz chest and for him to beat them down and like he did uh, with no effort uh, with ease it just questions how strong you know it puts a thought process in mind how strong this guy is let's say for example he is 24 I don't know I'm just I'm just throwing out numbers just say he's 2400 uh, 2400 strength blitz and he walks in to the St. Louis Chess Club and calls somebody out on some blitz chess. Hey, at 2400 uh strength level, I'm not saying you're going to beat the top top players, but you're going to go in there and get your respect and you're going to be able to pull off uh you're going to be able to pull off some games. You're going to be able to pull off some upsets. You know what I'm saying because 2400, you can rumble. 2400 strength. Put it like this: If you're a 2400 strength, you should be able to rumble whatever anybody, or at least put up a decent game. And like you said, I'm not from the Buffalo, New York area. I believe that's where he's from. And uh, if you're listening to this podcast and you're from that area, you're f- familiar with Lionel Davis. Hey, send me a message. Uh, sh- inbox me. Let me know how strong this guy is because. You know, he's, 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 what I like about him, me being from Detroit is, (laughs) excuse me, if you're going to talk it, talk it. And he's talking it and he's backing it up. And all these players haven't questioned, you know what I'm saying, or said nothing about it. You know, it got to be a reason they're ignoring it. And one of my friends said, hey, maybe the man's off his rocker. You know what I'm saying? True, he could be off his rocker, but, Let's keep it real. How many chess players to play chess at a high level, you gotta be off some form or shape, some way. But you don't get to national master uh without knowing how to play chess. So my question is, how strong is National Master Lionel Davis? My next question is Nathan Kelly is uh me and Nate then <laughs> developer relationship over the years, can we get Lionel Davis to play a match? Cause we got to see how strong this guy is. And that's the only way we can prove if he's just wolf and selling wolf tickets or is he that, uh, real deal legit because he swears up and down, uh, that this night sequence stuff. And I don't want to say the correct notation, you know what I'm saying? The moves about it, but he swears and lives, you know, by, I think it's the ultra modern, whatever. He swears up and down by it. He swears he can beat uh not only title players, but he feels like, and every chess player uh feels like they could beat world class players, but he says it, he posts about he posts about it, he's going, you know what I'm saying, live about it. And the reason I'm doing this podcast is because a couple years ago, he would just post, yeah, I do this, do this, they still in this. These GMs learned this technique. For me, they're not playing a no real chess. But for the last three or four months, he's been going uh, live on Facebook talking about it. And his story never changes. His story never changes. He always sticks to the script. And he says... You know, he can beat these dudes, and he, like I said, I'm not going to call out the names. You go back, check his Facebook Live out. He's calling out the names. He's calling out the dates, the times, the years, and, you know, even if you're from the New York area, and if you uh, came across him, you know, message me, let me know. I'm not trying to start nothing. I just really need to know how strong Lionel Davis is. Just going them, he got. he's a national master. So, Nathan Kelly, uh, let's do it. Put up, shut up, uh, put up, or shut up Lionel Davis versus another national master. Uh, because let's just say he what he's saying is true. And we do get him uh, a put up or shut up match, over the board, online match. And he beats two, three, four national masters in a row. Then he beats, uh, uh, just just blitzing Bullet, uh, and Master. Are we on to something? Has he been held back? Is he, you know what I'm saying, some undiscovered talent that we don't know? That's the one thing I love about chess. A lot of people could talk all the smack in the world. I could get on here and say I could beat Magnus Carlsen. I could beat Nakamura. The one thing about chess is, once you can say whatever you want to say, but when it's time to get in front of your opponent with the with the pieces, the board and your talent is going to speak for yourself. I'm giving Lionel Davis the benefit of the doubt because, <clears throat> excuse me, he's a national master. So, they're already established that he can play chess. Now, we just got to figure out how strong uh, he is. For example, you got somebody... And I'm using his name like Gopal, who may be, like to me, Gopal may be one of the strongest national masters in the United States. You know what I'm saying? We have to find out how strong he is amongst these players. You know what I'm saying? Is he just a normal national master? Is he going to separate himself from the pack? Because right now he's talking Money Mayweather, uh type of S-H-I-T. And I love it because, especially during these times where Chess is getting more publicity due to, the, you know what I'm saying, the COVID, we got the Queens Gambit uh, show on Netflix. We had the Maurice Ashley uh, Hennessy commercial. I mean, Chess is starting to pick up some momentum. Uh, Shout out for Nathan Kelly, everything they did with the NBL Chicago Chess Blitzers. You need these type put it like this you need these type of characters Just, just, just my opinion right now in chess you know what I'm saying I'm not saying uh, they're villains or something but you need personalities in chess to make it more interesting like Ben Fingo Ben Fingo has a quirky annoying attitude some people don't like him some people don't care for him but you want to watch him I'll never forget uh, a Floyd Mayweather interview he said If I win the match or if I lose the match, you're still going to get paid. I'm still going to get paid, but you're going to watch. You need these characters in chess to create a sideline story and to make it more intriguing. That's why I say, and that's why I made the post, I respect Lionel Davis for calling these folks out. Now, you got some, uh, like, I I don't believe, I don't believe for uh, anything. Maurice Ashley is going to respond to what uh Lionel Davis said because Maurice Ashley has proven himself, his chess career is solid fi- you know solid you know he already established himself first African American GM uh so many you know what I'm saying the millionaires, the HB you know what I'm saying? So what it's just my opinion. What Lionel Davis says about Maurice Ashley, he can never to me, in my opinion, uh take nothing away from Maurice Ashley, even if he was stronger than him, which I don't believe, but what this man has done for African-American chess, Lionel Davis, you know what I'm saying, could never, but when it comes to other players, you know what I'm saying, and pushing these chess pieces, I have to give him the benefit of the doubt and to put it like this, Lionel Davis can, story can be Two ways, in my opinion. I like boxing. Damon Wayans had a movie called The Great White Hype. I'm pretty sure a lot of y'all, if you haven't saw it, go back, check it out. And this is when they picked a boxer who fought amateur. Damon Wayans was like a uh, heavyweight champion of the world. They hyped him up, promoted it with Samuel Jackson, went there, fought, got knocked out round one. He could be the great white hype, selling a whole bunch of wolf tickets to get his name, hype, Oh, you know buzzing etc Because we do live in a world where people like attention Or it could be another story Where he could be uh, An unknown You know what I'm saying underground legend For example like John Brooks A lot of people didn't know about John Brooks Till we start getting on Facebook And posting old videos and footage So it can go either way He can be a joke But I still feel like he has to Get that chance to get in the ring And rumble and We have to send. I mean, excuse. We have to put the spotlight on these players to give them. You know what I'm saying? Their opportunity to shine, because right now during these times when we're quarantined and the numbers going up and we're in the house, you know what I'm saying? Why not? What do we got to lose if Nathan Kelly reaches out or I reaches out reaches out to him and you get Lionel Davis uh, playing? Uh let's just throw Akash out, because Akash, like you said, my last podcast was about Akash. He just been on the tear. You know what I'm saying? Lionel Davis versus Akash. And let's just say, uh, we would know what happened if he went, but let's just say he played Akash and he lost by one game. You still can't take credit. I mean, you still can't feel bad about Lionel Davis because he's pushing, and Akash is a strong, strong player. But you have to give this man – uh opportunity to to prove, you know what I'm saying, or to back up what he's talking, because he's talking a lot of cash money stuff, and like you said, you have to go back and check the lives that he's been doing, he's dropping names, dates, and opportunities, I mean name dates, and receipts, where this stuff happened, he's calling out some strong players' names, so, I just feel like I had to do this podcast about Lionel Davis, uh, and I want to see him play. I want to see him, if not, OTB, at least an online put-up or shut-up match. Nathan Kelly, reach out to him. Make sure it happens. It's your boy Derek D. Wildman, this is another episode of Detroit Chess Killers Podcast. Be safe and enjoy.